0: This episode of the Moose Lounge is brought to you by Redding Liquors
1: and High Acre Liquors. Beat the big box stores by supporting your locally owned and operated liquor stores. Redding Liquors located at 429 Redding Road, Lexington, Kentucky, next to Jimmy John's just past Thornton's.
0: High Acres Liquor is located at 1824 Bryan Station Road, Lexington, Kentucky, with many options to choose from on beer, wine, and whiskey. With your support, you can help them get those sought after items. Buy, Buy local. local! Oh, I. everybody. It is that time again where nothing else matters but the conversations we are having and the bourbon that is in our glasses. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined tonight with one half of the Lexington podcast host. We are joined with Erica Freeze.
2: One half. The better half.
1: <laughs> the better half. So Erica, how you
0: doing?
2: I'm good. How are you guys? Uh,
1: good. Doing good. Uh, thank doing you good. so
2: much for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah, wow. thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: it, it, <laughs> nothing's like nothing else ma- Or There's nothing else like it when you plan to have someone here and then, like oh, we're going to have to cancel. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, but I really appreciated your, do you take ice with your bourbon? Because it was a very clever way of being like, you're still coming, right? <laughs> and I was like, I know what you're doing. And yeah, I take ice.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Well, you know, we were talking through Instagram, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't ever get the notifications, so whenever you reply to me, I miss it usually, so. I slid into your DM. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. But, yeah. So, um. So with the Lexington Podcast, um, you all cover historic Kentucky. We do, and then you also do contemporary Kentucky. We do, yeah. And that, that's cool. Like, yeah. I, I never, I've never seen anything like it. Um, with that style of podcast, was it who pitched to who? Because it's you and your brother. Yeah. Uh, did you all just always want to do something together? Or?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. my brother's a musician, and he's always done all of his own. Um, music and his band stuff and I'm not a musician so it really the Lexington podcast has sprung out of a mutual fascination for the bluegrass conspiracy Mm. so we both read the book about the same time and we were really intrigued by it and we're really wanting to know more about it, how accurate it really was. We kind of did our own research on this side and then we were like, and podcast was like kind of a new thing at this point. It was like 2018 yeah. or 19. I mean, podcasting had been around before that but it was really starting to take off. Right. And I was like, why don't we do a podcast on this? And I was like, and I guarantee you I'm just going to contact Sally Denton the author of The Bluegrass Conspiracy <laughs> right. and she'll be on board and she'll be all over. She definitely was not on board <laughs> like, whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> something like she wrote back an email that was basically like um i don't have the rights to my own book please don't contact me again oh wow <laughs> something oh, really? like that. yeah. that's how, that's how oh, it goes wow. with publishing like, yeah. the second you publish something i like a lot of people don't know the second you publish something it doesn't belong to you anymore it belongs wow. to your publishers and so you can't option it off as a movie or a podcast or anything else wow. which is kind of wild so Um, I was like, well, screw it. We'll just do our own, you know, two-bit podcast kind of thing. And it just kind of grew from there. And we always knew that it would change and kind of morph into whatever we were just into at the time, which is essentially what it's done. So, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah. Do you guys
1: want to stick with conspiracy theories or go?
2: I mean, I'm always into a good conspiracy theory. And I think that Kentucky is just, you know, flush with them. That's true. And uh, but I I, I I am the one that really really loves true crime. Though Jonathan, my brother, really loves horror movies. Yeah. And So it's like we share a mutual fascination for all of that. Yeah. But I season three, our latest one, we've kind of turned it more into like let's just do these one-off episodes. Yeah. We definitely have not published an episode in a while. <laughs> but because uh, it's it, I don't know the podcast is it has ebbs and flows based on like our work schedules and stuff right,
0: like that. Right. But life happens. It, exactly. yeah. Right. Right. Right.
2: For sure. So. But I've also know, you know, I have a, the, a lot of p- our listeners will reach out and be like, no, 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 we need to go back to like, where's your scripted stuff? We want to <laughs> Like you're supposed to find another giant case that you dive into. And yeah. and I'm like, well, I love it. It's just not sustainable right, yeah. for like a huge thing. So that's why we kind of did what we're doing now. And it's, it's been all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's still good. To it's easier to through. get Jonathan on board. Like you're um, sorry, I, da- I babbled. But your original question was like, how much? Is it Jonathan, and how much is it me? It's all me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's then me being like, hey, don't forget. It's it's basically a way to dupe my little brother, who's a lot cooler than me, to hang out with me once a week <laughs> if you have, like, a standing appointment on that. And he's never faltered on it. Yeah. So it's been pretty – yeah, yeah it's, awesome. it's worked out well for yeah, me yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: And that way you still get to keep the whole brother-sister yeah, dynamic, yeah. yeah dynamic going on. Yeah, yeah. And love- it, it's cool. I mean, y'all – Go back and forth, just yeah, like right, brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, so. don't, we don't that's hold good. back. <laughs> that's awesome, that's awesome. Oh, what's in the bar? Before we move on here real quick, let's go on and talk about this bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, this bourbon here is uh, E.J. Curley, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Apparently this is a, an older distillery that's been brought back. <clears throat> and uh, on the back here it says, After the Civil War, Irish-born soldier Edmund Curley sourced pure limestone filtered water, like we know that. From our natural cavern far below the earth's surface to produce some of the, oh, to produce one heck of a smooth drinking bourbon, our offering honors those who won their liberty at Camp Nelson.
2: okay. So, near here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Forging a more perfect
1: union. So, uh, I mean, it's 161 proof? 121. 121.
2: 121. Still,
1: I don't know how smooth this is going to be.
0: I don't
2: know either. Have you taken a sip yet? I have. No, I yeah. like it.
1: Oh, okay. I don't so, know. Uh, I
2: don't know what I'm doing though. Y'all no, no, are the no, bourbon no, experts. No, no, you
0: can, but I, I, <laughs> just, wanna, just I, I, to I picked me. it up because uh, I listened to the "This Is My Bourbon" podcast. Uh-huh, yeah. You ever checked them out? No, I okay. haven't. So they, they think that this might be because they just came back. Like this is an old,
2: an like an old, old recipe,
0: <clears throat> or old, old distillery. It's an old, it's an old distillery gotcha. coming back doing their own stuff. But you know, bourbon takes four years or two, at least two years to produce, so they don't
2: have anything. No. Okay. So,
0: so their source. I, I think that's what's going on, and they think that it's possibly wild turkey.
1: It's smoother uh, than wild turkey. Okay. It's
0: smoother than wild turkey. Yeah. So that that and and then that's a single barrel, so you know, no other bottle is going to be the same. So they're like these guys flipped over. They're like, oh my god, it's a single barrel, and it's this proof, and it's that price, and. Like, we need to grab this shit, you know, before it flies yeah. off the shelf. And, and I was like, well, we need something to drink tonight. <laughs> and I was like, we need to pick this bottle
2: up. <laughs> well, I like the name, Curly. Yeah. I like that. Okay, here's the dumbest question ever. What is, <laughs> what is the difference between single barrel and double barrel? Because in my dumb mind, I think like there's two barrels wrapped like, around one barrel. Like thing double oak? Exactly. Like, no, like two barrels like insulating each other. That means double barrel. Uh,
0: <laughs> when, when it's double oak, like the Woodford or whatever. Yeah. It's been aging one barrel and then they take it out of that barrel and put it in another. Okay. Because
2: I do know I like double oaks. Yeah. I generally like things that are pretty expensive, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> I have a champagne taste and a beer budget. No.
1: That's not bad. No, it's not. That's real good. Yeah. For as strong like it. Ad, as it is, yeah. it's definitely smoother than that wild turkey right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, one-on-one
0: hits different, you know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that it
1: does.
0: So, your all's first season um, was all about the blue, blood, blue bloods of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yep. And <laughs> it was a corrupt, divi- well, corrupt narcotics team of the police department, right? Yeah, hmm And, um, you know,
2: I've been here. Have you been... Were you born and raised here? in Michigan? I was not. No, we were b- both. My brother and I were born in Texas and raised in Oklahoma. Really? Oh. Which which is a fact that he really likes to suppress. He thinks that it like <laughs> makes us less, less Kentuckian. Kentuckian. Yeah. Yep, and it, he thinks it makes us less credible on the podcast. I, I personally think the opposite. I think that I mean, of course, it makes me less Kentuckian just by well, fa- fact alone. Right. But I appreciate Kentucky. I think in so many ways that I wouldn't had I grown up here because. Yeah. I grew up in Oklahoma. Like, it's like, does not, and bless Oklahoma's heart, and I still have a lot of love for that state, but, like, it is flat. It is windy. It is very, very close-minded in a lot of ways, and Kentucky was like an oasis to me. So I I loved it. We did not grow up here, but um, now that we are here, it also has this culture of the blue bloods. That's like, definitely wasn't in Oklahoma right. as far as I was con- Like I knew of growing up when here, like all you have to do present day is go to Keeneland and you'll see it alive and well, oh, you yeah. know, it's very um, it's doesn't attempt to even be sort of suppressed in its own yeah. way. <laughs> uh, and I just think, I think that's fascinating. Oh no, yeah. It's I mean, awesome. Yeah. Keen- oh, Keeneland's the mm. greatest. And the fact that like, there's still this upper crust that really moves and shakes Lexington is fascinating, I think. And back then, it was really overt and very, like, like everybody just kind of knew and, like, turned their head. Yeah. Definitely before social I still media. I think it is kind of like that. Do you? Oh, yeah. The old yeah. money. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Still still rules. Oh, yeah. For sure.
1: For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree no with
0: question. that. No question. I agree with that. So, Jeff, have you ever heard of the Blue Bloods before this yes. podcast? You have heard yeah. of them? I never
2: heard of them. What'd like, the you hear
1: col- the, when they, I've heard about it listening, uh, about the cornbread mafia. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, and all that. And that would uh, make
2: a great podcast. That,
1: and uh, I just told him about it on Apple. They have the big con,
2: yeah, which is a documentary. I about know, I know. So, I actually wrote to Eric Khan because I oh, wanted okay. I wanted to do an, a season on him, and yeah. I was going to call it um, Kentucky Con. Nice. And uh, because, I mean, he ran a huge con scheme and his last name is yeah. like, yeah. do Like, how is that? that <laughs> yeah. This stuff writes itself, you know, uh, and I have not heard back yet. But I assume that they're still reading my mail right. probably over in the West Virginia prison <laughs> that they're keeping him in. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: no, I know I, I've actually kind of read that book, the Bluegrass Conspiracy yeah. the book. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is really cool. I really like it.
2: It is a good one. And that's why
1: I asked if you guys are going to stick with conspiracy theories or do more historical stuff because Cheapside used to sell slaves down there. So I didn't know if you guys were going to. We actually
2: just um, interviewed two of the activists, the really kind of like prominent members of the movement for Take Back Cheapside and how um, they were really instrumental in removing the. Um, statues yeah. from the front of the courthouse and renaming it Tandy Park. Mm-hmm. And so that was a fascinating, um, we interviewed them about a month ago. And I've, <laughs> as usual, it's like, <laughs> it's just sitting in my archives and I'm um, currently um, yeah, editing that <laughs> and making that happen. So, yeah, I feel like you're like, you should do this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've thought about it. <laughs> and it's just sitting around. Yeah. Just waiting for it Just waiting <laughs> Right Yeah No I mean Conspiracies are great yeah. I mean how could you not You could talk forever on that Oh, oh yeah I love conspiracy yeah, I
0: yeah. do too But I, I was just thinking You know I've never heard of The Blue Bloods Before your podcast Really Yeah uh, I mean they didn't Teach it in high school Well right. that's not something Yeah Right Well I mean yeah. Well I guess it's true But I mean I, I never had heard of it Of course I, I mentioned Something with my dad <clears throat> We go out to eat Down here at Winchell's Every Tuesday Oh cool And I told him you, all, you were coming on here And I said the first episode was about the blue bloods and he's like, I knew someone.
3: I yeah. said, Really? Oh, yeah. I said, That's cool. I said, oh, never heard of it. So. All
2: you have to do is walk into any bar, any restaurant, any and talk to any boomer, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the and it's six degrees of separation. Oh, wow. And I mean it got to the point where like every person that I would barely mention it to had a million theories, a million stories. And that was actually uh, an anybody not an issue, like a really fun issue to have with season one, because I had so many people like you're, I, we were doing a podcast about a giant conspiracy that happened in Lexington and we live in Lexington and all of these people still either exist or they have descendants from that. And all of these people know them. And so we had a lot of people pushing us in a lot of different ways. Like you need to check this out. You need to talk to this person. And it was a spider web of, uh, it, it, it is impossible to know how deep that whole story really went. Yeah. And I truly think that Sally Denton only scratched the surface. And I also think that she got a lot of stuff wrong. I yeah. think that there, she saw it from a very one-sided perspective. A lot of people that I've talked to that are kind of descendants from these blue bloods. Of course they have a different perspective of it, but they're yeah. also like, um, I know they had a lot of proof on the other side right, too. Like right. to be kind of like, no, it wasn't quite like that. And a lot of this got sensationalized mm-hmm. and a lot of this was like local news gone wild. And so I, I don't know, there's a million angles yeah. and I don't think anybody could ever truly do it justice. Yeah. So yeah.
0: And this was also back in what, the 70s? 80s. Well, 80s?
2: late 70s and really the 80s was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Drew okay. Thornton went down in like 85. Gotcha. So, nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. What a time to, I guess,
0: live and witness it going on through here. You know, it, the very first episode of your podcast, you know, you refer to, <clears throat> well, you describe Kentucky as we know it, you know, beautiful state, yeah. horses, bourbon, oh, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. awesome sceneries, everything like that. But, you know, to everyone else in the nation, it's a flyover state. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah well, i like, Kentucky, well, them hillbillies don't even wear <laughs> oh, shoes, you know? Yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, that's what everyone thinks. So, yeah, it's literally exactly what you said, a flyover state. But, I mean... People fall in love with the state.
2: Oh, I don't mind at all that the rest of the world thinks it's a flyover state. Yeah, Feel yeah. free to stay out. Yeah, like, <laughs> Do not come here and raise our cost of living and overpopulate and overdevelop the state. It's a great little secret that we only. We just need to keep it to ourselves, yeah. basically. Don't
0: listen to this show. No, exactly. Please, please stay away. Yeah. yeah the
2: true. what's funny too about like moving. So my parents were the ones who actually moved here first. They're professors at UK. And they were like, well, we're going to go to Kentucky. And I was like, what? And I had this same. (laughs) And this is from Oklahoma. Like I'm highfalutin in another (laughs) flyover state, you know. And so they're like, no, we're going to Kentucky. And then I came to visit twice and like fell in love, like hard, fell so hard in love. What
1: made them even pick? Kentucky?
2: Um, Well, their their job basically. They'd applied at lots of different places and Kentucky was like, yeah, you know, come here. They're kind of a... My parents are a package deal so because they're both professors, you have to find a spot that... Some place that like wants you both and Kentucky happened to be the one for them at that point and thank God that it was. And so I told all my friends, yeah, you know, like I've fallen in love with that. I miss my parents too. I'm going to go move out there with them and they're like, Kentucky. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you can write me at this address. And so I give them this address and of course the abbreviation for Kentucky is KY. Yeah. And that, you know, Kentuckians don't blink at that, but the rest of the United States it KY is a lubricant yeah. jelly. <laughs> oh, and yeah. it's yeah. only a lube. Like there's yeah. no <laughs> other time that you would ever put K and Y together in a sentence. And no. so like that's one thing I think Kentuckians don't realize <laughs> is that the rest of the United States is not laughing at us necessarily because we don't have shoes. It's because we're named after a lube. lube. <laughs> a lube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So keep that in mind. You didn't even think
0: about that, that did yeah. you? No, so, I never did. I never did. <laughs> Yet another I mean, I've reason. I've heard it. I've heard you know K. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: yeah. yeah. the only way people like put that together. So another reason not to move here, obviously. Yeah, you know, know what I've I mean. Stay out.
0: Talk about KY jelly Being Kentucky jelly Or something. Well, like that. yeah,
1: it's but it's just not. I don't ever think about it. No, I, don't I don't No, I don't no, no of course not.
2: And same thing with UK. Like yeah. we think UK is only University of anybody else thinks of the United, United Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. You know, it's yeah. just like and you live here long enough you don't do it you long don't long think long about long. it at yeah. all. UK is University of Kentucky, yeah. obviously. Tag all right. Screw United
0: Kingdom. Yeah, right. <laughs> come on. So uh when we first started trying to get the name out there, trying to meet other people that could possibly come on here, you know, <clears throat> I typed in on like Facebook, like Podcasters, something like that, and I found like uh Podcast Nation, Lexington podcast. Have you ever heard of Lexington podcasters? I
2: have uh, on th- like Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook? their group. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm,
0: okay. Well, I got on there and I found some people. Who, a couple of them has been on here. A couple of them haven't. Who were still trying to get on here. And oh, uh, I but you've, the actually, line. you've yeah. actually collaborated with them. The uh, the Lions is
2: yeah. the the murder police. Oh, I have now, the you, biggest thing for them. I know. I love that. Yeah. You collaborate with this one t- on this episode, right? And and the Turpin case. So the, we de- we I found them through the Turpin case. Oh, you found them through because the I knew I. So right after season one, I was like, I, I'm on to the next book because in my head I was like, I'm just gonna create this podcast around not just conspiracies but like true crime that I'm into, and it's great to have a book as a jumping off point because yeah. it gives you this like roadmap yeah. of kind of where to go, and so I decided on the Turpin. I mean, how could you not? The Turpin case is just an incredibly Uh, sad and unique and tragic situation that happened here in Lexington. And through that, I was like, well, obviously I'll be the first to kind of do this. (laughs) And I type in Turpin case. And the second Google search to come up was the murder police podcast. And oh, I was rude. and because being me like very overzealous and really really overconfident, I was like, I'm just going to find the detective <laughs> who worked this case mm. if he's still he or she is still alive, and I'm just going to have them on my show. Well, of course, um, Fran Root, mm-hmm. who was the lead detective, very good friends with David Lyons yeah. of the Murder Police podcast, had done their episode on exactly the like a month before <laughs> I like did this Google search, and I'm like, screw these guys, <laughs> like this sucks. So I contact him via Instagram, uh, David Lyons of the murder police podcast. And he is like the nicest human being on the face yeah. of the planet. Like I have nothing. And his wife is fabulous as well. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, I'll just share all my resources. Fran would <laughs> love to talk to you. And I was like, you're supposed to be a dick <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, because I thought of this first, which of course I had not. And right. they had been like doing this since forever, you know? And, um, yeah, so we got, we got to know them that way and they've just become really great friends through yeah. this whole process. Yeah. When yeah,
0: I was listening to your show and you was talking about them and Fran Root, and was, you described his voice. You know, oh, God, the, I love Fran yeah, Root's voice. The, the, the raspy noir, oh, I love it. I 60s could, cop. He
2: could read a phone book, and I would <laughs> listen to that, I was like cover
0: to cover. And you started talking about that, I was like, all right. I said, quit this, I went and listened <laughs> yeah, to I, that. Yeah, good, I'm so glad I, I you did. I quit and went and listened to them, and then I came back to you all, and I was like, oh, my
2: God. Yeah. Was like,
0: this yeah. was cool. Yeah, right. that man. So.
2: Like, you missed your calling. But
0: y'all were on there twice, right?
2: We were we were on there twice. We went back for the Clay Nelson case.
0: Clay
2: Nelson. Clay, that's case. a really wild case. Uh, he was a worker at Columbia Steakhouse downtown, oh, and he okay. was a um, I want to say he like worked to the front. He was like a server too, but he was there like late at night, and two people, two men broke in, and they were like basically the dumbest criminals in the history of the world.
3: Nice.
2: And uh terrible stuff like um, robbed him and killed him and locked him into a freezer and he ended up writing their name or like writing something on um, with salad dressing because he was in the freezer like Thousand Island dressing like really tragic and really like odd you know
3: (laughs) Um,
2: and then they go on this like spree where they leave like such damning evidence like all and like the cops catch him within like two hours it was just like they didn't even Get far, They didn't think far enough ahead to get far enough ahead It yeah. was just like idiots But it's like the Columbia Steakhouse murder Is what it's called <coughs> It's like right across the street from Sayer. Oh wow Yeah, downtown Yeah, kind of wild I didn't know about that one Yeah Yeah, yeah that- So we went on And Fran Root it, was the lead investigator on that one too And so yeah. he was telling us all about that as yeah. well okay. That's awesome Yeah, that was pretty cool too Maybe <coughs> that's what it was Okay, that's cool
0: That's cool So uh, your second story was The Michael Turpin case right Mm -hmm. Yeah Describe that for listeners real quick So You can also go listen to the podcast Please (laughs) do Available
2: on all podcast (laughs) platforms Michael Turpin was a really upstanding um, He was a college student He was a senior in college He was like the Mr. UK band um, and he meets this girl named Elizabeth and within about a li- little less than two years, they meet, they get married, and then there was, a, he-, he was murdered. And so it's still sort of left, I mean, it's very obvious that um, the fact of the matter is her and her um, friend, although they each says that the other one was not a lover, though they were both definitely like intertwined in a romantic sense, um, so Karen is the other person, the perpetrator. and then also, um, they kind of like rope in this guy who was not the sharpest knife in the knife drawer. No. And they kind of convince him to help out with killing Michael for insurance money, but really, most likely what was really behind it was that Karen was very much in love with Elizabeth, Michael's wife. And no. so um, it was like this very torrid, Um, love triangle and it just sucks that the person that was um, at the heart like who died was like the nicest kindest person ever by all accounts and then it was these and they were it was it was 80s and they were all coked out of their minds and a lot of terrible decisions were made and they were all 19 years old 19 19 and 20. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. And so the the it got a lot of coverage and it got a lot of local attention because it centered around like drag bars and gay clubs and cocaine and yeah. like all of these like pearl clutching moments mm. that the blue bloods would have been like oh, you know <laughs> so it was very it was quick to gain a lot of coverage and Michael's family has been very very vocal in making sure that the three um perpetrator you know the three killers weren't wouldn't make parole yeah. Yeah. and so they haven't yeah they they've gotten to serve out all three of them so oh, wow yeah that, that that actually all happened they were up for parole what would have been their last time yeah. while we were doing the season so we were kind of like waiting to hear what, what was going to happen yeah. and then it ended up they 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 got to serve out so they'll be yeah they're lifers oh wow. yeah. and they're all still alive too they're right? all still alive yep. Yeah. wow Wow, yeah,
0: that's, that's crazy. Does uh, the two late does w- the one
2: still love that one or? So there, as far as I can tell, like right afterwards. Uh, so the the author of the book it was called um, Fatal Seduction. Her name's Rena Vassini is the author of that, and Rena Vassini went to go interview uh, the two women like several times, both of them, and they were housed in separate. Uh, wards or floors and she writes in her like epilogue like the the part of the book that's written like years after the actual book is written Mm -hmm. like oh I found a bunch of love letters from Karen to Elizabeth the wife that basically totally (laughs) go against everything that she's saying like I didn't mean to I didn't realize what Keith was going to do I didn't realize that he was going to actually stab him I thought he was just going to rough Michael up a bit so it it looked really bad and really damning and so it was of the author's opinion that like she definitely knew what was happening. Um so I don't think that they still have communication though I don't know if that's public knowledge. Right. So Yeah.
0: Now the guy and I don't mean to spoil it for the listeners, <laughs> but I'm talking to Jeff here. Yeah. <laughs> have you
1: listened to that story? Not yet. No. Oh,
0: can't can tell. No, you yeah, okay? go ahead. Yeah. He he doesn't just stab him like with one knife, right?
2: He has two knives. Like
0: in between his fist. Correct. Like Wolverine. Yeah. uh And and goes at this guy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So he has weightlifting, fingerless gloves, weightlifting gloves. And he takes two paring knives and he takes the knives and he puts them through. Sorry for the listeners because I'm using like like showing with my hands. But (laughs) essentially he takes the knives and they go through like over the top of his hand where the blade is sticking out like it's its own finger. And he just goes at him like this. Oh, wow. okay. And so he was stabbed nineteen times. He focused oh really God. heavily on the neck, the upper chest, and then a few in the face. Dang. Yeah. Damn. So essentially, he bled out. <laughs> yeah. In his own like apartment foyer, he Michael, um, the victim, answered the door because he was concerned for his wife. Yeah. And because these two friends were claiming like, Hey, hey, we don't know if she's home or not. We're really worried about her. And so he opens up the door to like this ambush, basically. So sad with fingerless gloves and pairing knives. Yeah. Just, like crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Can't oh, make this man. up. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, nuts.
0: So go back to the blue bloods. <clears throat> I don't mean to jump around like that. No, but, no, no, no. But, jump away. But go back to the blue bloods because like they were they were based here in Kentucky, but they did a lot of smuggling all around the nation, right? Yeah. And and especially through Vegas, right?
2: Sure. Well the so blue bloods really Uh, is the term used for like this upper crust part of society where they and and blue blood still exists today in terms of like if you just go to like like I was saying earlier like Keeneland they're the ones that are up in the boxes you know what I mean so it's like this very um, you know old money horse money um, kind of thing whereas the the company is I think what you mean so the company was made up of a couple of blue bloods okay and the company was, you know, Drew Thornton and, um, you know, two others. You know, one was a, a like a senator, like like real or like an aide, basically, like really up high, and the. The capital, so he was like the eyes and ears from a government yeah. level, and then Bradley Bryant was another um, blue blood as well, but he was sort of the you know the one that took a lot of risks and was like a really smooth talker and handled the Vegas side of it. So yeah. Vegas played a huge part of this, and a lot of people don't realize that like the Bluegrass Airport was a, such a jumping off point for a lot of drug transactions for Vegas into <laughs> Lexington and like making things happen that way um because Vegas was just like where you went in the 70s to make like anything happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's like it's kind of the case today for the most part, but like back then it was very much like yeah. at, like all the bad people in the world would just meet up in Vegas and make plans to be bad and yeah. then go off and go to their respective states to like make money in those ways. It was like a giant criminal convention. Yeah. 'Cause so why, like, I mean why not? Why not? Exactly. Like let's let's meet at yeah. the, the palms or the sands or whatever <laughs> right. and let's just like what works in Indiana for your smuggling? Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, your cops are really crooked too. Oh, you smuggle it that way. I'm gonna go back yeah. to Lexington and do the same thing. So And that's, you wouldn't
1: expect the Lexington Airport to be like that. Yeah, heck it's no. So small. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And it was even smaller back then. Yeah. It was just like a couple of gates, yeah. you know. It's crazy. Yeah. So the com- so then of course the company was disbanded, but it's very possible like you were saying that like Maybe it's still around. You know, we Mm -hmm. don't know the ins and outs with it. We don't know who, you know, all of that business would have gotten maybe sold to and how it now lives on today. And and so, so who knows? I mean, it could be even intertwined with, like, Cornbread Mafia stuff. Like, who who knows? So it's very um, interesting. I feel like it's probably still around. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Something like that wouldn't just
0: disappear, especially around here. Mm -hmm. And then now you got to... Who's the Who's the new season about?
2: So the new season, season three, we're just sort of doing these like one-off episodes where, well, and we did do a true crime case. We did the Barnes family murder. And
0: what book was that on? Because I I actually listened to that on Audible. Oh, did you? Yeah, I forgot I forgot the name of it, but I did listen to it. What? Well, I listened to the.
2: Shit, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. I was like, There's a book I want to know. No, there was
0: a book. There
2: was a book,
0: and um, on the Barnes family. Yeah. No way. It wasn't. It wasn't specifically about like they had a a whole chapter. Oh, got you. Got no.
2: You're thinking of Kentucky Bloodbath. Yeah, that's the yep, one. Yep, that,
1: That's what I read. Yeah,
2: <clears throat> that is a really sad book. And yeah, I have yeah. a pretty high tolerance for true crime, so, but there's like two or three chapters about kids and stuff. Oh, and
1: yeah, want to get the kids. Yeah,
2: I I completely turn off and turn into a, um, yeah. can't can't do it because i have a couple kids of my own so i'm very like i don't know i vicariously see everything through that so i'm like adults no problem (laughs) like like we're getting in the under 13 set i have like that makes me icky but the the author that kenneth something um of kentucky bloodbath did a great job he found you know i think about 10 cases and one of them was the barnes family murder Mm. which has not been really um, it it deserves its own book. It's mm. it's it's crazy enough to be its own book, um, but nobody's done that yet. Which was a lot of the appeal for me because before I was I was really like relying on these books for these different seasons as sort of like a crutch. Yeah, like oh well, I'll just go back and read that other chapter and then just like you know regurgitate that on the podcast, which which is great because like Jonathan hadn't read some of that and so we were able to kind of like riff off of that, no. but. I really wanted to like break out on my own with the season three. And so I knew about the Barnes family murder because I'd been in that house where it had happened. A friend of mine had bought the house and she invited me over and I was like, this is insane because it's so cool. And like mid-century and like a very cool ranch on the outskirts of Lexington. And I went in. But their house bought bought the barnes family okay. murder house okay, okay. and she's walking me out to my car and she's and I was like dude how did you get this this is sick and this is way before covid so yeah. it was like normal prices or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it was not <laughs> yeah. like it is right. now and she was like, well, you know, we got a good deal because it needs some renovations. But also, I think there was a really bad murder here. <laughs> yeah. And I kid you, I could not get to my car quick enough to like think Google, Google this address and figure out what it was. And it wasn't just one murder. It was three people in this family in the 1970s where it was this giant crime spree. And these two like escaped convicts go on a, a killing spree, basically. And yeah. they're, one of their first stops was this house. And really, really sad, crazy things had happened in the house uh, to these three family members. And then one of the fam, the only one who didn't die was the mom who was at a, like, religious convention in Louisville because the dad was a, was a preacher. Oh, oh. And so it was the the dad and then the two teenage kids that had been murdered. And so yeah. she comes back to this or whatever. And so because, you know, I have some listeners that had been listening since season one, when I even barely mentioned the Barnes family murder, I had lots of people come, you know, message me and be like, I knew the Barnes mom. Like, let me tell oh, you about yeah. the other side of it. So it was a cool experience to get to, like, tell that through my listeners' remembrances of that family yeah. and kind of, like, give some due credit and, like, right, tribute yeah. to them. But really messed up yeah. situation right. yeah mm-hmm. that one turned me off a little I was like I'm gonna step away from true crime for a second <laughs> and then you see something on Netflix some documentary I'm like alright I'm back <laughs> <laughs> can't help myself sure.
0: what's your favorite documentary on Netflix
2: oh that's like asking who your favorite kid is <laughs> oh okay well there are more. <laughs> Um, I think that the one that I go back okay I'll tell you I'll tell you my two favorites are you talking about in the true crime kind sure. of do- yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Unsolved Mysteries does a fantastic – they're the OGs for a reason, and they put out a couple of yeah. seasons recently <laughs> yeah, yeah. of some recent ones. Mm-hmm. And I can – I'm the weirdo that, like, puts that on to, like, clean and, like, do stuff around my house. Like, I can watch that oh, really? over and over and over <laughs> all day because it's unsolved and unknown. And right. so I love to, like, watch it a billion times yeah. to, like, try and figure it out myself. Um, And then The Staircase. Have y'all heard of the uh, staircase? That's on HBO, right? It, so yeah. okay, I, now we could do we could go forever on. Y'all need to do this for me because this would be really sweet. At some point, the staircase was a documentary like way back in the early two thousands. In this documentary team from France, in real time watched and and documented a murder trial case like as it was happening. So yeah. this guy, so this this woman, this wealthy woman falls down, quote unquote, falls down a set of stairs and dies. And it's it, she has a million lacerations on the back of her head, something that you don't get from falling down yeah. some stairs, and then this whole crazy story unfolds about her husband, and to this day we don't really know what happens. And as you get to know him through this documentary, you really question yeah. whether or not he could have done this or not, and so like people are viciously on one side or the other, mm. very polarizing thing. Okay. So you can find the staircase on Netflix. It be it was so obsessed that people got like there's a cult yeah. following of us that are obsessed with the staircase. That HBO then made it into this like scripted series with like oh, Tony okay. Tony Collette and Clive Owen or no not Clive sorry sorry uh, Colin Firth okay. plays the guy. Um, it's like all these like pretty great actors are playing all these parts, and they're showing you in their own way what they think kind of happened, but on both sides. Yeah. So you have to see the original staircase okay. first, and then watch the, the like remake HBO version okay, of it. Okay. I could go on and on about the differences between the <laughs> two, and so like so.
0: How long is the documentary?
2: Okay, so the documentary is like I would say at least like the equivalent of like. Uh, a season and a half of nope. like an hour uh, long show type thing, okay. so like it's a commitment, yeah. okay. <laughs> but you quickly get like very into there. it. So
1: I tell you one, I just got into oh, which me. I just finished um, <laughs> the Oklahoma Three.
2: Well, obviously <laughs> I should know about this. What is say, it? Yeah, no, it? no, it's tell on me. HBO. Tell it's the, me, it's
1: the three kids they got accused of killing. Uh, I think it's two kids. Oh no! And they've been in. They spent. Maybe twenty years in prison,
2: and and found out it was wrong or something.
1: They still are on the fence fence about it. But if you watch it, you can tell. I don't think they did it. Okay, I think it's like one of the dads, of mm. like stepdad or one of the kids. It's very weird. The whole uh, system, government of
2: Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> I <laughs> bet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that little town that they're in uh-huh. is
1: very jacked up.
2: Do you remember the town? <sighs>
1: Okay, it's okay, but you definitely need to watch it because it, Oklahoma Three. It, yeah, it's on HBO. HBO. I think. Okay, perfect. I'll have to. I'm just, in. I'm gonna go
0: out to the car and look it up.
3: Yeah, yeah I was no, like, guys, I'm out. <laughs> I'm uh, out.
1: <laughs> it made me mad watching it how they treated them and yeah. how just messed up the whole government is in that little town. Oh sure. like cops were lying and you could just plainly tell that they were lying uh-huh. when they went back and reviewed all this evidence and stuff like that. And huh. one of the kids got sentenced to death.
2: Oh, wow. Because
1: he was the oldest one out of the three. And, of course, his lawyers, I can't remember what they did to To postpone. To fix it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they Uh kept postponing the death sentence for years and years and years and years. And he spent most of his time in, uh, what do they call it?
2: Juvenile detention kind of thing? No,
1: they put him in the big one. Mm. Uh But he was in uh, solitary confinement for most of his
2: Oh, damn. time in
1: prison so he's he 's weird yeah he 's out now they 're all out, and i think he's He spent so much time in con- con- solitary confinement that his eyes are jacked up oh, yeah. wow. because all he had was those four little walls to look at yeah, yeah. that 's
2: not all that 's jacked up well, <laughs> no. you know what i mean like that that can turn you full blown crazy
1: yeah he's it's
2: we 're not supposed to be left alone like that no. as humans mm. no
1: he 's not like horribly that messed up Good. if you watch him, but uh you can tell he 's Mm-hmm. He's a little weird, mm-hmm. but he should definitely. Watch does it own.
2: get really into like what happened to the kids that died? Because I can't watch it if uh, it does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that one, <laughs> I think there's one episode where You're they like, they show the kids laying on the ground. Yeah, and it was that one got me a little. Yeah, bit, yeah but yeah, yeah. it doesn't go into big detail about. It's it. more about
2: like what the aftermath. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah so it's it's a cool documentary. And it's
2: have y'all seen um, Don't Fuck with Cats? No.
1: I've heard, heard that. Oh. That. Yeah. I've heard about that. I've heard about that one. It's one of
2: the greatest ones, I think, to hit any, like any of the streaming services in the past few years. It is absolutely. It is. And it has so nothing to do with cats, it. right? No. No. no, well, no. So <laughs> it start, and I won't ruin it for you. I'll just give you the first like five minutes. It's somebody who quickly gains recognition in the online community for how messed up they are. And they, do, they they kill a cat. You do not see that, though, in the actual documentary. It just kind of, like, alludes to it. And then this online sleuth community moves mountains to figure out who it is. And it has so many twists and turns. It's so good yeah yeah it's i've excellent. heard good things about that yeah one. yeah <clears throat> it's wild and just when you think you figured it out you haven't you know yeah. it's, it's so good it's so good <laughs> yeah there's
0: a there's a documentary I, it was popular probably about during covid <clears throat> i don't know the name of it so bear with me i'm no, sorry no, i'll describe it. it to you it's uh psh, takes place in some crappy hotel in los angeles the voyeur Maybe where he
2: he buys a hotel just to be able to look at people. The girl gets (laughs) the girl's body's found in the
0: water tank up on the roof. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of uh, Mm. it's the Hotel Cecil. What's that called? Uh, I want to say Lady in the Water, but that's not right. Oh, that's that's a M. Night Shyamalan movie.
0: We just watched that old last night. I watched that too. Yeah, it was Uh. it was me. It It was all right. No, that was
2: a great one. I just recently rewatched that one myself.
0: The Lady in the Water.
2: The lady. documentary. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hotel. The documentary. Cecil. Yeah, that
0: one was good. Um, I forgot the dang-on name of it. I know. Though.
2: Me too. But it was
0: on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, had you seen it? No. No. I don't even That's know. Skid Row. It's down on Skid Row, I think. Uh, in LA. That's what it's called. Where all the homeless and the drug oh, users yeah. and all that is. There's this old ran down hotel that no one really goes to, and I think it's shut down nowadays, but um, this girl comes in there and she, uh, <clears throat> about a month, she she leaves home. She comes in to be a student or she's coming in for work or yeah. she's doing something. And uh, I guess they had like uh, hostels, like it's set up like hostels. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, wait, um, nah, okay. I'm thinking hostel. The, the, no, the Vanishing yeah, well, at the Cecil Hotel. There you go. Oh, okay. The Vanishing and, um, at the Cecil Hotel. But she was sharing a room with like two or three other girls. Yeah. And the girls were saying that she started acting all weird and stuff. And the night of her disappearance, like, there's a <clears throat> camera footage on a on an elevator. And, like, she's looking. Yeah. She's, like, looking, like, are you coming? You're not coming? You're coming? You're not coming? <laughs> yeah. She keeps jumping in and jumping out. Very and, like,
2: erratic And behavior. she goes in,
0: like, presses all the buttons. And there's a piece of the footage where you, oh, like, you're looking at the bottom of the door, and I swear to God, you almost see like a foot right there mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Well, holy crap, what was that? Like, is that a
2: person?" <laughs>
0: yeah. And then they find her up there in the uh, in the water tanks on the roof. But but,
2: and she so, had been dead for several days, yeah. and people in the hotel have been using that water yeah. to brush their teeth, oh, yeah, to bathe, and, and like.
0: It's turned brown. Yeah, they they, <laughs> yeah. they
2: interview people that were like, "I knew something wasn't right," yeah. you know. <laughs> oh,
1: that's girl gross. So, so there was gross. a downfall of that place. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's a really <clears throat> good one. And and talk about a conspiracy too, because the footage of her in the elevator is very much like you have to really interpret what she yeah. is and what she was going through, and it does look like she's like being chased or running or hiding from something. But it right. also looks like she's having like a mental breakdown. So you have to kind of figure out what's going on with that one. What'd you think? Yeah.
0: Shoot, I have to watch it again now. I <clears throat> The way they described it, because you'd had to go up there Like, because if she went up there there was a theory that they could have took the fire escape she could have took the fire escape <clears throat> and it was like five more flights, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was five more flights but then if she'd have went through the roof access steps you had to Break open the door or something like that. Wasn't there some sort of security device? Yeah, on but there? I
2: don't think that there was an alarm on that top floor okay. for some reason. Like it, it was, you could have definitely gone up there without people of noticing. Is what they and now you can. Yeah. But what was weird was that the water tank was locked and somehow it got unlocked, unlocked. and so she was able to finagle and that then it or was something. Shut too. Right, and shut shut behind her exactly. Yeah, so you couldn't
0: have, and and like the water was like five feet. Yeah. From the from the access hole, so it's not like this little Asian chick could have got in five feet down and then shut it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So someone would have had to shut it. But then they were saying that um, maybe a cop was up there when they were investigating, when they were looking around, and they could have possibly shut it. Who knows? I don't have have. a clue. Who
1: knows? I'd have to watch it again and give you a a definite answer. Give me a
2: full synopsis. All right. So I got
1: a... It wasn't Oklahoma, it was Arkansas. I'm sorry. Oh, Arkansas. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Paradise Lost. Okay. Uh, it's a, they call them the West Memphis Three.
2: Okay. That's
1: what I thought, was, I don't know why. I thought no, it's it okay. Like Oklahoma sounded right. I got I, Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same, really. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. it called? Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost. Yeah, it was good. Huh. It was really good. Obviously, it wasn't that good because I didn't remember what state it was in. He was like, Oklahoma 3. <laughs> hey, yo, was, I,
2: I was like, that has a ring to it. <laughs> that's why it sounded good. I was like,
0: Oklahoma 3. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It sounds awesome. <laughs> right.
0: made me think of that new Rob Zombie movie. Which one? I don't know. The one with the three killers. Isn't it called something three?
1: The Devil's Rejects?
0: <laughs> Maybe. That's not, <laughs> that's not something three. But there was three of them. There's three of them in that I, one. I never did see that. It looked good. It wasn't.
1: It wasn't? You didn't watch it? Yeah. No, I watched it. It just yeah. wasn't good.
0: <laughs> but. So, the other thing y'all do after dis- or discussing historic Kentucky is you do contemporary Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. So, what's your favorite thing to do around here
2: nowadays? Oh. Um, well, I'm a... Uh, it's <clears> kind of <throat> probably only... In- fascinating to me, but I love, 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 um, vintage and antique shopping
1: mm-hmm.
2: oh. and Lexington is flush with really good yeah, stuff. They do. Um, so, and, and Lexington also has really great estate sales mm-hmm. and estate sales really combine my love of like historic stuff as well as like just pure voyeurism. <laughs> like you're, <laughs> you're going into people's houses and <laughs> buying their stuff off of their shelves yeah. and stuff. And it's very, uh, like, that's one of my absolute favorite things to do on the weekend. It's just, like, go into somebody's house and buy all their stuff.
0: Now, where do you find these sales at?
2: So, Blue Moon Estate Sales is what I use. They're fantastic. A great little company. And they're the ones that put on these estate sales. So, if you just go to, like, um, they have a great Instagram, too, where they'll kind of show you pictures and stuff of what's going to be at different sales. And what what's crazy, too, is that you get really good at figuring out, like, if you would like a good sale or not because you get kind of yeah. used to, like who the person was and you can kind of <laughs> tell like like if it's a bunch of Harley Davidson stuff it's probably not going to be like my kind of <laughs> sale but then again sometimes I still go and I'm surprised right, because yeah. whoever it was had a partner that was also into like you know kitschy mid-century stuff yeah. and then there I am buying up all that so like you never know what you're going to get and yeah. I love that about it um, and, it's, and it, there's great prices and they have half price Sunday so like you might go on like Saturday <laughs> and then you're like oh I really want this like crazy lamp and then if you just wait till Sunday, if the lamp's still there, then it's half price. Oh, Everything's oh, half wow. price on Sunday. Yeah. So it's very fun to do, yeah. So, like,
0: all the big ticket items probably going on, on that Saturday. Yeah, Oh, yeah, They're definitely, for sure.
2: What, what kind of discounts you
0: get on that stuff?
2: On, like, <clears throat> Sunday?
0: Well... I mean, it's half off on half Sunday, off but, on Sunday, Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking Saturday. Like, what kind? Oh, of, so, like
2: what kind of pricing? Like, yeah, like
0: TVs, couches, stuff like. Yeah, that. Oh, absolutely. Mean, you get so to get all that anything
2: stuff, right? in a house. So you can tell that a lot of these, and these are the ones that I really love, are are generally people that have passed away, and they collected really cool shit back in like the '60s and '70s. And they have passed away and you could tell that like their family members have been like, okay, this is overwhelming. We're going to do an estate sale. So just like come in and buy all of this. And so those are usually the ones that are um, really, really awesome to go to because it's very, uh, you know, it's, it's handled really well. And sometimes the family members are that. like recently I went to one where you could tell it was somebody's first estate sale. And she was like, this is so sad. This is so sad. <laughs> and I'm like, move out of the way. Like, you're blocking the closet. Like, you get used to it really Where quickly. It like, get, move, which sounds terrible, but like, it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, they'll sell like couches and TVs, and it'll be like, uh, depending, like, Blue Moon knows what they're doing, oh, so they're right. not gonna let something like that—that'd be a garage sale where you right, find right. like the deal of a lifetime, where somebody doesn't know what they have. Like they deal in collectibles and good stuff, and so they're gonna sell it as such, but not for like a total arm and a leg. Like yeah. they, they still know they're in the resale business, so yeah, it's fun. That's yeah. Cool. What's your what's y'all's favorite things to do in Lexington?
1: I've done to a, I've been to a couple of state sales. Have you? I've never yeah. been to one. They're kinda of fun. Oh, I went, you went, love it. Of course this one I went down a couple streets from down here, we saw it and uh they had crap. Yeah. I yeah. mean this pe- this person like just collected everything they could. Hoarder. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Like you couldn't hardly walk around. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like nice stuff. It was just like that uh, crystal glass glasses. Mhm. She kept person had tons of those Mm -hmm. and they just covered a whole wall and we went out to the garage and it was just
2: crap yeah Mm. i was mad yeah it's fascinating though too to kind of see like huh you held on to that (laughs) like it's wild to like go and like it's like you're really peering into someone's whole life when you go when you go to the i think i saw a
1: Dale or junior
2: plate i bet it's but you know stuff like that can be worth money yeah and and here's what's wild too is that i'll go and sometimes the the really good sales they'll have on Fridays, hmm. so the, or they'll open it up on Fridays. Normal estate sales are usually always traditionally they open up on Saturday, Saturday yeah. morning, and then they'll go into Sunday. But if it's a really good one that has a ton of stuff, they'll open it up on Friday, and that's when you see like out of the woodwork some of the most cutthroat <laughs> resellers in like oh, wow. the oh my god. So like you'll you'll have people that are like adamant about being inside the house first mm. because they're buying up all this stuff to go resell it yeah. on eBay, and yeah. their shops, you know, like all of these like resell shops around town they covet, this is like their bread and butter, yeah. so, and so and if you're not careful, like, I'll get like caught up in it, so I'll like <laughs> stand, I mean, I'm not I don't sell anything <laughs> online, but like I'll I'll show up to the, like, I was standing in front of a closet, and it was this closet of like the most amazing vintage clothes all, and, and obviously being vintage clothes, they were like size two, right, you know yeah. I'm not a size two, so <laughs> (laughs) I was like standing there and I could tell I had I like somebody from like (laughs) a store from in town which will remain nameless is like breathing down my neck wanting me to move and I ended up buying four or five times more than I would have just because I didn't want them to have it because I was in front of it and I just like wanted it you know and I don't even know what to do with the right. shit now it's like at my house you know and I'm like well I guess I'm starting my own resale yeah. business on the side just based out of spite like this oh, <laughs> is terrible funny. you know so what's
0: your uh, I see you're married so what's your husband think when you come home with all this stuff <laughs> it's just
2: random crap it's just par for the course in he's our marriage like, oh my God, oh, yeah oh, he's just he's been used to it since day one <laughs> we've been together Close to like 20 years, oh, wow. actually, yeah. We met when we were around 20, and he'll be 40 this year. So yeah, it's, it's crazy to think about, like, half of our lives yeah. have been together. So he's definitely very used to, like, what's going on. Like, when things were starting to get serious, I looked him dead in the eye, and I was like, if you would like to be with me, you cannot have any say in anything having to do with our house like it is a absolute deal breaker i will decorate every surface of every he's like it's fine it's fine no problem and and lately he's starting to get kind of opinionated cuz he knows yeah. that we're in it for the long haul now oh, <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean yeah, and i'm yeah. and i'm like uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. remember uh uh-uh. uh we signed this contract uh-uh. 20 years ago uh-uh. right. remember in 2006 when you said you'd keep the <laughs> trap shut yeah so uh, he has to be reminded Oh man. i compromise on just about everything else but not decor is he from
1: Oklahoma or <laughs> he's here? not
2: no he's actually from Denmark oh wow. yeah
1: okay. yeah right <laughs> random right well, no
2: he's actually from this weird little <laughs> European country <laughs> I went and studied abroad in college and met him oh, then I okay. met him in a bar in Denmark and brought him back on my carry-on <laughs> <laughs> is our little joke he just wanted a green card yeah. and he got it <laughs> so that's funny that's mm-hmm. funny Oh.
0: Uh, I had to say my favorite thing to do around town is well avoid crowds. Yeah, yeah I hear that. And uh, so that's no shopping. Of course, I'm six foot ten, so like where everyone else goes shopping, there's not really that many crowds because mm-hmm. I got go to go like tall yeah. big store. So uh, you
2: must love concerts though.
0: No, I hate them. Do you? <laughs> do you
2: feel bad about people behind you? No, no, I don't fit no. in the seats and like the oh, rows. Oh, sure. like, We went.
0: We went couple of years ago to go see the lumineers up in cincinnati oh
2: my god how was that i love the lumineers amazing yeah i hear they're such a good live show
0: i've never i might have been to like one concert None. and and by like one concert i'm talking like i grew up in church okay. so it was like a, a church band concert type mm-hmm. thing you know what i mean i mean so my wife she has been to a million concerts so she said, like, I want to go see these guys play. And I'm like, all right. And, you know, I mean, you play the music all the time. I was like, I like the music. I was like, let's oh, go see it. love the So I go to Cincinnati, and it was, you know, I've only been to one country, but it was the best <laughs> show i ever yeah, seen Yeah, I mean, no, you picked a good one. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. But um, I paid for these tickets, and um, I wasn't going to fit. Like, I'm just a big <laughs> – <Yeah. laughs> I'm a big individual. They don't make things if, – if people made stuff to fit me – the world would be more comfortable for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, for sure. It yeah. would be so much more comfortable. So what we ended up doing was sitting in uh, the <laughs> handicap aisle. Yeah. Well, like yeah. Uh, they let us bring, uh, they let us grab us some regular food chairs and just sit there. And it was the best experience yeah. ever. I'm so glad. Because I got to do, I, I didn't have to worry about some, some random stranger standing. I could sit down the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have to stand up when 50,000 other people yeah. stood up. And uh, it was awesome. It was a great concert. If you ever get to go see him, go see Yeah,
2: him. no, I will for sure. And uh,
0: they did real well. You know, it was a... Apparently, they're, I guess, sound engineers are amazing. <coughs> mm-hmm. Of course, I, they did a... They played on the big stage, and then to, like, go back to, I guess, their... Before celebrity status, they had, like, a a little stage to, like, uh, remind them of when they were playing at, like, a little rinky-dink bar or yeah. something, you know, in Nashville. So, they... they they went to a, a stage maybe half the size, right in the middle of the, the venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it was oh, no, in the middle, it was like in people, the middle of that? the crowd. Oh, that's Yeah, great. just like raised up, and it was just like a like a little bar section, and they played there, and it sounded just as good as it did up there on the big stage. Like it was
2: awesome. That's awesome. It
0: yeah. was so cool, and um, yeah, so that's fun. And then um, I did go see Jack Johnson.
2: Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I, I saw Jack Johnson. Yeah, yeah.
0: We went, we went up there to Cincinnati and saw them play too. Uh, Lumineers was in uh, the U.S. Bank Arena. Jack Johnson was in the outside place. I don't know what it's called. You said it was Louisville. No, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati. Also, it was, I don't know the damn name, but it's the outside arena. You just go Oh there. yeah, the
2: amphitheater kind of yeah. on the river. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that place. Yeah, you just saw the there. Backstreet Boys there. I oh oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a while back.
0: That My other thing bad, to do, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My
0: other thing to do around here, we got three dogs. Okay, so uh, I like to go down to the uh, arboretum.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah,
0: because you know, it, I mean, it gets crowded, but it's not that crowded. No, you know, and no. I can walk the dog, and down you can get the, away from yeah, the exactly, crowd in the arboretum. Exactly. Yeah, so I can go walk wherever and take the dog. Yeah,
2: and,
0: you know, do that and then eat. Yeah, I like going to eat. Love eating.
3: Yes,
2: yeah. Love eating's me. my favorite. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> how has it taken us this long <laughs> to get to eating? <laughs> right, right. My very favorite. Okay, tell me all re- your restaurant recommendations in Lexington. Well, uh, uh,
0: okay, uh, uh, you go <laughs> My uh, my wife's good friend, her boyfriend works down here at Nick and Norma's.
2: Okay, it's kind of new, right? It's
0: brand new, okay. and it's uh, two guys from uh, the Walking, the Walking, the Walking Dead. Dead. What? It's Norman Nick, Reedus? Nick something and Norman Reedus, the guy that you know is Daryl and one the of the Dead. Boondock Saints.
2: He's the all? greasy
1: biker guy. Okay, yeah. with yeah. the See, crossbow.
2: I, I'm gonna. I, this is awful. I have not even seen like a single episode of the. Walking
1: Honestly, Dead. after like the what's it the fourth?
2: Yeah, probably. that's what I've heard. The it's fourth like, you just season. One season. Yeah, yeah yes. it Drug on yeah, did yeah. it. Yeah, so, but uh, the two actors. No, well, one, one's a director. One's an
0: actor, and the other one's on like the production. Yeah,
2: and they're from Lexington. or they just decided to be? No, they're.
0: This restaurant started in Georgia.
2: Okay.
1: But uh, it's branched up. Okay. I think
0: there's so only it's three locations. No, nah, it's only three locations. Okay. It's, it's Georgia, Louisville, and here.
1: No, Chattanooga. Oh, Chattanooga?
0: Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Oh.
2: Nick and Norman?
0: Yeah. Yep. Nick cool. and Norman. And so what kind of food? Um, they bar, described bar to me food. like an upscale. Uh, Applebee's, but it, it was <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much, but it, it was it's more than that. It, so it, it was really good, yeah. It was pretty good, and it was more than just Apple, it was it was better than Applebee's. Like, it, it, no, you
1: can't beat that it it's hard, it's not hard to beat No, nah, it,
2: it was like, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I the asked Applebee's my wife, wa- used to be so good. Oh, yeah, they yeah, used, to used to be used great, that that? Good. yeah. My, I asked my wife at the end, I said, I said, baby, what? I said, that was. Better than apple was, yeah, right? I like, <laughs> Am I, I crazy? Like, I was like, even more than like an upscale apple pizza, I said, like, "How would you put?" She said, "Malone's." Okay. And yeah. I, okay. So you now know, ma- talking, but Malone, you know, you think Malone's Malone's got like swordfish and shit like that, but <laughs> yeah, nobody say said. Yeah, but I had a, <laughs> I had a, here for the beef. I right. had a pound and a half pork shank served on a bed of mashed potatoes and Cajun corn, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. Oh, I bet. Oh, it was you delicious.
2: had me a Cajun corn, yeah. but this
0: shank. I, I never it, it was served like a turkey leg Like at Thanksgiving Like Look, medieval fair Yeah oh. <laughs> Like, like that's how it was. That, God I love those yeah, it And the same it, But it fell off Like you, oh, could, no. you could just take that fork And just rake it right off the bones oh. It was so good It nice. was delicious And the wife got a chicken pot pie mm. And then the other one that was with this She got some sort of burger Yeah But everything looked good It all looked good Cool so that, that, now, I gotta check that one out Yeah my my favorite probably local restaurant is uh, Winchell's.
2: Yeah, you saying you go once a week?
0: Yeah, we go every Tuesday. That's cool. <clears> so you
2: so. like a Southland kind of guy? Yeah, Southland much. area. Southland's yeah, Southland's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay.
1: So the what's the German place? Marika's. 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 They yeah. just
2: recently got some graffiti. Like they got really? like tagged. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like in the paper and everything. I felt yeah. terrible for him. I don't feel terrible. I know yeah. that's what I told my friend that, and they were like, "Who cares? It's Marika's." I was like, I "Stop it!" And I think they were like, "No, it's because like I grew up here, and we just went to Marika's after, you know, like when we were in college. Like nobody cares. Don't worry about Marika's. And I, this is again like the transplant in me is like, but I like German food. I like Marika's. You know, like I didn't just like get wasted there and puke in the toilet. You know? oh, yeah. best thing. they I did, but they're big pretzels yeah 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 great pretzels we've been to el cid i have yeah i'm talking about the one in uh they're. they're, i've been to their new location in the Uh, warehouse district yeah
1: yeah i got some good food that's delicious they have a what is it called i can't remember what it's called it's a hard taco but it's a foot long
2: oh Oh, yeah. yeah i think we i liked it so much i was telling jonathan about it on our podcast they have great margaritas Really yeah. good oh, margaritas yeah, 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 And it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. hard to screw up a margarita But right. it's, You also know the difference between Like a mediocre one And a really good <laughs> yeah. one And they have a really good yeah. one so.
0: hmm. It's the amount of alcohol You put in it. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, Yeah <laughs> Always Alright so um, We Last episode We just started doing this <clears throat> And um, This segment we're gonna do here Is called Mooses on Loose And since it's just you I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna mm. throw off these uh, Random questions Rapid fire questions! I'm gonna give you this or that, oh, no. scenario. <laughs> this or that scenarios, and no explanations needed. You just rattle off what comes in there. All right. Okay, <clears throat> I am nervous. So, so moose is on the loose. <laughs> okay. All right. Winchell's or Stella, Stella's Deli. Stella's. The Futile Bakery or McGee's.
2: I haven't had the Futile, but everyone talks about it. So I'm gonna say them even because I think McGee's is great, but it's I don't think it's anything to write home about. To be honest, I know I'm gonna all make some enemies on that, but. All
0: right. North Lime Donuts or Spaulding's? Spaulding? good <laughs> Goodfellas or Pies and Pints?
2: Goodfellas all day, every day, there forever and always.
0: Nope. Beer or bourbon, bourbon? Bourbon. Nope. Jack Daniels bourbon, yes or no?
2: Um, okay, can I pause for a second yeah, on the rapid fire? Kind of, I have kind of like a funny thing about that. So, I don't mind Jack Daniels. I think it's fantastic with Coke. I think a Jack and Coke is a great drink, and I'll die on that hill. <laughs> However, when I was in Ireland... I went to the Jameson, um, like distillery distillery. Thank you. And you had brewery and made an ass of myself distillery. (laughs) And they have this funny little thing at the end of the tour where they call you up and they have you blind test all these whiskeys. And so I'm blind testing all of them. And then they make you say which one's the best. And then the big joke is, if you accidentally pick Jack Daniels, they make fun of you. Well, I I picked Jack Daniels (laughs) because it's so sweet. It's so sweet. And I love sweet stuff. And then I was, and I, they really should have done this at the end of the tour, but it's done at the beginning. I think it's to like loosening you up oh, yeah. for the rest of the tour. And so I was like this pariah, like nobody <laughs> wanted to talk to me on the tour because I was the one that picked Jack Daniels. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes okay. with with Coke for sure. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I, I ruined the momentum. Now,
0: do you consider a bourbon or not? No, it's a whiskey. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> now this one might not be you or whatever, but I threw it in here anyway. Sound bar or the bar complex?
2: Ooh, I'm going to say the Barb Complex. Very historic. Love that place. Yeah.
0: What about McCarthy's or Molly Brooks?
2: Um, which is the one on, like, closer to the courthouse?
1: That's uh, Molly Brooks. Molly Brooks. No.
2: That's Molly no. Brooks, o- It's not Upper St- McCarthy's. Like, close, n- right Obertree- right next to Crossings.
0: That's Molly okay, Brooks. Yeah, that's Molly, Molly Brooks, Brooks is my, I love yeah. Molly yeah. Brooks, yes. I didn't know if you meant the new courthouse or the old courthouse. No, know. no, the, okay. the new one, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Marika's or Linus? Marika's. Um, yeah, that's easy. Any explanations for any of them? Um,
2: I just hope that I'm not judged for the Jack Daniels story. <laughs> uh, let, let's go back to the futile thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I love that thing.
2: Yeah, story. I know you were posting on your podcast I, or on your Instagram about all it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, what so, is so good about it?
0: All right, <clears throat> I'm sick and tired of donuts. Yeah, donuts right. are having a moment they're Like like everyone just moment. flips out over these stupid yeah. things And they want to charge 4 to $5 a donut Per donut Get the hell out yeah, of here Yeah, I agree Spalding's is the best the in best. town the best And in they're town. still less than $3 a donut The OG And so.
2: they need And I don't know how you feel about this I always forget that they only take cash <laughs> oh. And I'll, I'll drive all the That's across town for me And I'll drive all the way across town And, I, then, and then I'm in the parking right. lot Somebody needs to just <laughs> go to the parking lot With a whole bunch of cash and a Venmo hand yeah, I might yeah. start doing that. And right. like, uh, I'm going to charge you no yep. charge, but I'll take it. For, and sorry, go on. I apologize.
0: No, you're good. But uh, I found this little bakery who is, by the way, it's awesome. It's a great bakery. It's called the Bluegrass Baking Company. It's right there on Clay's Mill Road, right next to North Lyon. So oh. if you're tired of a donut, there's a perfectly good bakery right there. And they sell scones, Mm. and they sell these little croissant things that has bacon in them. That is the shit. Me and my dog love them. Like I, I I take Peach with me. My dog Peach, and uh, she'd always want to go on a ride. Like the other two dogs want to go back in the room with my wife and go back to bed. But she's like, uh, uh, I know you're going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I want to go on the car ride. Let's go. So exactly, she's figured me out. She knows if I put if I'm dressed when she comes back in from going outside, we're going somewhere. And she's like, I don't want to go back in there with Mom. So she waits. She's <laughs> like, mm they can go. I'll wait. And uh, we used to always go to this little bakery place. And I'd always get like a cinnamon roll because it was a pretty big cinnamon roll. And yeah. Was, I love a good cinnamon roll. Of course. And um, i get a scone. They had several different types of scones. And then I'd always pick up one of them little bake. I don't know what they're called. It's a little bacon thing. And I'd always give her half. Uh-huh. And um, that was our thing we did every, like, Saturday morning. And... Um, I told my brother about it, and I said, oh, they got a good cinnamon roll, and, and, and he interrupted me, and he's like, hands down, best cinnamon roll, the Futile Bakery. I said, uh-huh. well, where the hell is that at? He goes, down there on Waller. And I was like, whatever. He's like, no, seriously, man. He goes, it's good. So about a month and a half later, I made it down there,
3: uh-huh.
0: and it was just so damn so good. So bomb. And uh, this morning, I went down there, and they had um, a sticky bun with butterscotch and caramel, done. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So like, like <laughs> yes. you
0: got the cinnamon roll, which is the shit. Like, right. it, it's amazing. It's it's yeah. a delicious. Stop. You don't have to
2: go further. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's good.
0: But then they keep coming out with better stuff, like the sticky bun with butterscotch and caramel, or uh, a homemade honey bun.
3: yeah,
2: and, and then they take
0: that honey bun a step further and throw peanut butter on it,
2: like Little Debbie's on crack. Uh, <laughs> Something so, really good. Yeah. So then, their scones.
0: Are probably my favorite thing So you have. say
2: scone Scone sounds so fancy
0: Yeah so it, it's What like is a, a scone? It's like a little just <laughs> bread It's
1: just bread, pastry it's just bread. Okay. Thing
0: I, I think Is it dry? Ate with,
2: Isn't it kind of dry? This, you,
0: the way I always had a scone yeah. Was dry yeah. yeah These aren't dry
2: Like chalk No how I think no, of a scone th- these,
0: aren't, these aren't that way They're not chalky they're, they're fresh They're fluffy okay. kind of uh-huh. And they're just filled with flavor And they got so damn many of them <laughs> But my favorite one is a uh,
2: powerless against it.
0: a spicy Parmesan scone.
2: Oh, and oh, so they can get savory. Yeah, yeah, they're sa- uh, okay. yeah, They're not just
0: sweet; they're savory. Okay. So I always get two of those because I got to eat one on the way back. <laughs> of course. And you know, me and Peach, we got it. We got yeah, to Bowser with me sweet. today. Yeah. So it was me, Peach, and Bowser. We we're eating the scone on the way back. And uh, I got that. I got the butterscotch caramel thing. You know it's Pride Month, so they made a Pride doozy, which is two cakes with some cream filling in between. (laughs) The two cakes all (laughs) rainbowy. It was covered in rainbow sprinkles. My wife loves the sprinkles, so she's (laughs) like, "Oh my god, I like it." So, uh, and the only reason I got that because I I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm adding it all up in my head, and he's like twenty four bucks. I was like, God. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, well, let me see what this Pride Doozy thing looks like because if it comes out with like rainbow cream in the middle, I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm gonna get one. Yeah, but it was just Obviously. rainbow sprinkles. So I was uh, like, ah, pass on that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I was like, hold call, on.
2: call me when you have rainbow <laughs> yeah. cream.
0: So I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I got my punch card. I said, hold on one second. And I said, oh, I said it's filled. They're like, well, you can get a free pastry right now. I was like.
2: Doozy, let <laughs> right, doozy? Was, let's do it. So. <laughs> it was meant to be. Yeah, it sure was. Yeah.
0: So I got I got all of them, and then they had a they had a vanilla bean scone with with a, I don't know. It was a scone with vanilla in it, but it had some sort of. It was a sweeter one, so it had like cream on it. And then um, they had a blueberry lemon scone, and then of course I got the pimento scone. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's the ha- one you brought me? pimento scone. Is that what that was? Yeah, That was like bacon. Yeah, it had bacon in it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. bacon, spicy bacon pimento scone. Yeah, that was good. I I tell them every time I go in there, I'm like, look, y'all can do whatever the hell y'all want to, just don't ever get rid of (laughs) that scone. that pimento one? No, don't ever get rid of that.
2: That was good. So obviously I'm going in for that. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: So they're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, but Mm -hmm. they're open every other day. Mm -hmm. And
2: uh, And it's futile. Is that how you say it? mm -hmm. Okay.
0: It's right there on Waller, right... Right across the
2: street from St. Yeah, they're having a moment. Everybody's talking about them. I've noticed. They're good. Yeah.
0: Get there when they open because you wait an hour, hour and a half. They're going to sell out or something. Oh, so they sell out of something.
2: This is like New York City. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah that's get, what happens but, in New York. But They're you like, gotta Ugh.
0: get there because there's gonna be 15 people waiting outside at 10 too. That is so, so
2: <laughs> cosmopolitan.
0: I love it. Lexington. That's telling. <laughs> <Hey>,
2: it's <good. laughs> you waiting like, in line
0: for pastries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: My God, bless! I got 15 cents of bitches in front of me. Golly,
1: so that's why I yeah. never go to Spalding's. Yeah, I don't want to wait in line. Yeah,
0: I'm I don't, gonna, I don't go because I don't have cash. do that tape, I don't go because you know? yeah. It's an hour trip. Just yeah, it to is get there. an hour. Man. They're so, so good though. But uh, my so wife's good. friend, she sent her a uh, a message last night. Some place out in Winchester. It's a cheesecake place called Cheesecake and Company, not Cheesecake Factory. but it's right. called Cheesecake and Company, and they do cheesecake flights. Oh,
2: what? Stop it! Stop. So In Winchester? Winchester, Winchester is also having kind of this like Renaissance. So like we were talking, um, uh, estate sales earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, the past few times. So what's cool about Blue Moon estate sales is they go to what I call our suburbs. I don't, I don't think they'd like that name, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like Nicholasville, Paris. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and and they'll go to, uh, uh. What were we talking? Winchester and Winchester yeah. is incredibly awesome.
1: Oh yeah, um, and, uh,
2: and it, it, these estate sales have given me this opportunity. Yes, please. Have given me this opportunity to like go to these smaller towns mm-hmm. and really like love them in their own way and like how and they always have the cutest downtown and they do not miss with the estate sales. No. Like whoever, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Whoever lives in Winchester just bought and collected cool shit because <laughs> every time I go to an estate sale, there's something cool there. And I did notice there was like some sort of cheesecake. Thing it's downtown, I think. Yeah, I don't think it's off the main drag. Well,
0: it was a a soft opening today. Oh, okay. and it was gonna be like eight a.m. to two. And I looked at her twice, like when she sent it, because uh, they found a place in Asheville, North Carolina, Ugh. that they sent me a picture of. Heaven and, uh, on earth, and, but right? you're gonna pay I for it. They're
2: gonna pay place. for it. Everybody's figured
0: it out. Oh, so um, that w- last time they went down there, there was a. Uh, they went to a place that did pie flights <clears throat> and I don't know where that was I didn't, I didn't go on that trip but when she sent her that my wife was like screw a pie flight we got cheesecake bitches <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I looked at her twice and I was like do I need to get up and go to Winchester and she's like no Yeah. she's like don't go and I, I, I even text a friend and I was like look I was like if you want to go get this cheesecake I said Let's go because I'm up, and I waited 15 <laughs> minutes, and she never texted me. I was like, "All right, I'm going to Futile." Yeah,
2: so <laughs> always a good backup. Yeah, so it's a like beautiful drive though to it Winchester. It is. Yeah,
1: my cousin and family live out there. It's a cool oh cool. Little town. Yeah, super cute. Mm-hmm. He's a cop, so uh, I like Winchester, even yeah. though it's. Crappy in some places. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. See, I've only time.
2: done like the main drag, and then like a couple of neighborhoods for these estate sales. No, you can. Nothing to write home about. No. You know? okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I liked Paris. I was really pleasantly surprised by Paris when I went. No, not good either. I, <laughs> I'm getting well, all these like wincing my, faces.
1: <laughs> my grandparents used to live out in Paris. Oh yeah. So I know I've been out there lots of times, and it's mm. it's kind of crappy
2: too. Is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what we used to work out there.
1: Oh yeah, we used to live.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out of hellhole. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. But Minky Brothers is out that way. That's true. That's and
2: so they have a really good like Thai food place downtown. Really? Ooh,
0: I will tell you something but about really Paris. I just found out the other day. Um, my coworker, she looked this up and she told me. She said uh, that the high school is um for the student. Apparently, the high school Bourbon County High School. Yeah. Has students that. Want to identify as animals? Oh no no no, that's fake.
1: It's fake. It's fake. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. A litter box out front. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, Okay. They want to uh, identify as cats.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they were (laughs) thinking about putting a litter box out front
1: because uh, that's fake. Because uh, they did that a couple around a couple different states too. Okay. It's it's a joke. Uh, Okay. I was like, oh my god. I was like, because I was going to say like, like, yeah. Uh, Like, (laughs) oh, you're fine. We might as well just burn America down
2: Might as well Identify as cats Yeah Yeah.
1: Identify as an
0: And want a litter box put out front Yeah (laughs) So then go Go use a litter Get the hell out of here That's all sorts of problems right there
2: Well not any worse than The service animals Don't you think Like everybody's got a support animal
0: Yeah Oh yeah yeah you know, like
2: I need my parakeet and Lowe's or I will have a panic attack. And I'm like, I don't, I, what, what if I have panic attacks being around parakeets? Yeah. Right. How about right. that?
1: Because they're shifty. Exactly. Uh.
2: But same thing with dogs. There's lots of people that are allergic to dogs, and right. dogs go everywhere now. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I
0: don't know. Uh, I don't like the people that can't keep control of their
2: dogs I, or their kids. Because, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. I got big dogs. Is that a service kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got big
0: dogs, so these little these people that want to take these little damn chihuahuas everywhere and not contain them, like yeah. if you're gonna snap at my Malinois and my Malinois is gonna react to you, yeah. then your it's little your chihuahua is gonna be a fluff, you yeah. know what I mean? And then you're Snack. gonna sit there and you're gonna raise all sorts of hell, and then I'm gonna have to talk to a damn cop because you didn't control your damn chihuahua. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, my Malinois, he, uh, we put him through all sorts of training. We we went hiking down around the gorge one year, and there was this group of guys walking up. They had a dog, and he apparently didn't like the way that dog was walking, <laughs> and he went over there, and he jumped all over that damn dog. Oh, Never no. had done that before, but just like pulled the leash right out of my wife's hand, and I'm, I had my back turned holding the other dog, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, I knew Isaac was over there attacking this dog, and uh, of course, my wife being who she is, she... She thought about it the whole damn rest of the day. Like, we done went on the hike, yeah. we done went to the destination. It her. Yeah. yeah. And by the time we got back in the car, she's like, So, what are we going to do about Isaac? And I'm like, what? I was like, You talking about the little thing that happened before? She's like, Amos, this is a big deal. Because if he'd, he'd have hurt the dog, you know, we'd have had to put our dog down and da 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 da.
2: Do so, you? If your dogs get in fights, one of them has to be put down? Maybe.
0: I mean, I guess if they raise enough hell, I mean, okay, it depends on so, how bad it is. Not, yeah. And, so we the imme- owner's temperament. Yeah. 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 So we immediately took action, and we went to this place called Manners Matter out in Nicholsville. Oh, God. Yeah. That's quite a name. And uh, she's real cool. She's real... Yeah. She, she knows what she's doing. And uh, I think we spent six months, eight months out there. And she's apparently... I didn't know how much shape she actually whipped him into but the other day we still kennel him because the way we got Isaac he wasn't supposed to be ours so we waited so long to get him fixed he still marks Oh, okay. so if we left him out of the kennel he pee all over the damn house mm-hmm. so he stays in the kennel <clears throat> and uh sometimes i don't know if it's the other dogs getting him excited or whatever but he'll he'll poop in the kennel and just make an entire mess. And it's it's a pain in the ass to clean up. So what I've been doing is I take him out every morning. 10, 15 minute walk real quick. He does his business. I drop him back off. I go to work. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had an accident since. Oh, great. So that's working. That's what we're doing. Well, the other day, I took him and Peach. And I noticed Peach kept looking behind us. I didn't see nothing. I didn't see this dog. And all of a sudden, our neighbor's dog had gotten out. And my dog's... <clears throat> Act mean. They're very loud. They're very vocal. They're not really going to do anything. Isaac might, but Peach is more bark than she is anything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And the dog Gypsy, she come up to us now. I don't want my neighbor's dog always barking at me, thinking I'm going to hurt it. So whenever I mow the yard, you know, I'll come over and I'll pet it. You know what I mean? I give it a couple of treats sometimes, so they know that I'm their buddy. So I think that's what she wanted. Hey, there's my buddy. I want to go see him. Oh. He's got the dogs on the other side of the fence, so Pete is over here barking at her, you know, trying to jump on her and stuff like that. And uh, Isaac has been keeping his distance from Gypsy, so he never did anything. Well, they got a little dog, too. This little black dog. I don't know what kind of dog it was, but come all the way over there in front of Isaac, got in his face, and started barking. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, we're about to lose a dog. I was like, this little black dog's about to die. And uh, Isaac contained himself. So I give mad props, one hundred percent, to manners matter. That's great. And um, I, I it shocked me. Mm. <clears throat> I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Hey, yeah. hey look Reformed at him!" Right? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did, he did <laughs> real good. I was proud of him. I walked away. I like, good boy. Way to go! So <laughs>
2: well done. Yeah.
0: So Erica, yeah, uh,
2: how do people find you? How do people find people? Yeah. Can yeah, I'm on every podcast platform at least that uh, my Streaming service tells me to be on <laughs> so <laughs> Apple for sure, Spotify, Google. We just got on Google. Um, you just type in the Lexington podcast no. and we'll be there. That's awesome for the most part. What about social media? Is yeah. you on
0: Instagram? We're on
2: Instagram, yeah. That's it. I don't, it. don't, yeah, I, don't really, of no, I don't really do Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. Yeah, Instagram's always been my favorite. I don't just like put Facebook on, anymore. I don't really either.
1: I don't even get on it.
2: Yeah, I found out recently that my neighborhood has its own Facebook page where all of these like old Karens basically <laughs> like get on there and they're
3: like, yeah. you
2: know, like, and I'm so excited to join. <laughs> so my, like as, on my way over here, my neighbor was like, "You're not on that?" It's like the greatest thing just to watch these like women fight against, and I'm like, I'm gonna be on that. So. And my nights cut out for me, oh. <laughs> <laughs> drinking all this bourbon here on Moose Lounge, then go right. home and watch the Facebook <laughs> watch the shenanigans. Facebook and what's yeah. this? What, what is this group? Um, it's like my neighborhood oh, Facebook oh. group or whatever. You know how like every like next door is yeah, another next door. Nextdoor. Yeah, next door is a great one so too. So stupid. So dumb. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's bad. so dumb. Was yeah. it just an app? It's an app, it's an app for app. your neighborhood, but like,
2: but it's all of Lexington on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. they'll they'll show me stuff six or seven neighborhoods away mm. and i'm like oh i was nervous about that for nothing like, I, like you <laughs> yeah. really like alarmed me you know? <clears throat> so it's like it's an app for you get on there and it's it i think it originally started as like uh, i've lost my cat yeah. or like can we please can you help me uh, my next door neighbor has to go to the Emergency room, and, or like, you know, they they've moved and somebody needs to help yeah. with their uh, yeah. lawn or something like that. So it's like it started off like with the best intentions, and now it's just like these kids come around at that night, and I'm worried. It's like yeah. very gossipy, and but it's very entertaining yeah. too.
1: The last one I saw was a dog crapped in someone's yard.
2: And they're like find oh, the dog. God, yeah, yeah. It so
1: bad <laughs> There's like sixty seven comments on yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what's wrong with that.
2: And yeah. And then and then people will then immediately because people are people get in these huge political arguments <laughs> oh, over yeah, something about yeah. a dog crapping it. Yeah. Well, it's Bashir's fault. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like immediately becomes political. Like there's not even like a like there's no gatekeeper that, no, like no. like that, like is so desperately needed to be like hey by the way this doesn't have to do with abortion yeah. Right. this is right. about that's a right. dog shitting in a yard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fun to look at sometimes because people are just get pissed at the yeah. stupidest things. Oh, like I had this. to cut off
2: the emails. I was like, that's enough of that. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and what a lot of it too, which is pretty wild, is um. Talk about conspiracy theories is like these. It's ring camera footage. Oh yeah. So it's like, hey, this person was trying to break into my car. Do you know? I mean, like, there's no sense in doing any kind of petty crime anymore. Like, you will be seen in some way, shape, or form.
0: Someone else. Uh, I think maybe Mike. Yeah. Was it Mike? Said you know. Like, yeah, like, you can't play Ding Dong Ditch. Anymore. Yeah, no, Heck everybody's no. got the yeah.
2: ring ones. Yeah, absolutely. Those days There's are been, like, done.
1: three videos on that Next Door app about <laughs> yeah. kids just running up. Oh, you know, sure. And the people get so pissed. They're like, you need to control your kids. Yeah. And the parents need to do better. Yeah. And it's people yeah. get on, but like, what's this got to do with the parents? Yeah. 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 Sure, yeah. You can't control your kids when they leave the house. Right. My favorite one. You
2: didn't raise them right. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ringing my doorbell. Yeah. I said it back when Mike come on, but... Uh, Snoop Dogg posted on Instagram. Uh, it was a UPS driver. It was on a ring camera. He come up there, and he delivered this package. He's like, tossed it over there on the on the ground. The lady popped up on the thing and said, Uh, sir, excuse me. She said, You need to place that package down, like, nice and neat. That, that's my stuff right there. Uh. <laughs> he goes, Uh, he said, "This is my my last day on the job." He goes, "I don't give a damn what I do with your package," and he picked it back up and like spiked it like a touchdown. <laughs> Whoa, uh, and then uh, the next thing, the camera shows that she opens up the door and like chases him out. <laughs> yes! get him, get him. So, but uh, Erica, you got any uh, any advice for anyone that wants to be a podcaster? Oh man, like uh, I mean, if they're starting out now, I mean. You, yeah. got any, you got any tips, anything that would help them learn the curve or anything like that? I
2: think that it is such an accessible art form. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have something to say and everyone does, then no. just like, and it's so cheap. Like, if you've got, you know, 50 to 100, and in this day and age, just find something cool on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, yeah. 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 And you can easily get a pretty cool mic, a good a good quality mic. And if you already have a laptop or a computer, you just hook those things. I YouTubed everything. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I did, had no sound engineering. You don't have to have any kind of a background in that. Yeah, And just have a vision and stick with it. And don't be like me and make sure you're publishing your episodes weekly. <laughs> <Like> I'll, go, <laughs> I'll go on a two-month hiatus and not even say a word. And I don't feel terrible about it. But, like, you know, my advice is, like, go for it. I think a lot of people sit around thinking, like, like people get stuck in the inquiry phase of things like, should I, should I not? Well, I need to do this. I need to do that. like, just go for it. Yeah. And like, even if you fail, it was a really cheap fail because, yeah. and you'll have so much fun with it. I mm-hmm. think that podcasts are usually born out of friendships and yeah. relationships and brother, sister, sibling relationships mm-hmm. of people that like you love anyway. And it's a really fun, cool way to strengthen an already cool bond. So absolutely. My advice is do that. I like Buzzsprout. That's what I use to. Buzzsprout is my um, podcasting platform. I pay like a pretty cheap price a month, but it gives me a lot of insight into my analytics. It does. Um, it. I do as best I can with my own mixer on mixing things in terms of like volume levels and things like that, that I've YouTubed, but I'll upload it to Buzzsprout and I pay like an extra dollar a month or something for them to what's called master mix it. And that gives it like an even better, like making sure that all of my, like I'm not clipping is what it's called when like things get too loud or whatever. Like it, it just, fixes it just a tiny little bit more and right. so that way that's one less thing you have to kind of worry about so like i i i like i know you guys use audacity Aud- or
1: anchor so. yeah no i
2: use audacity too to no. actually record as well i love audacity and then i put it into but you guys use anchor which is free right yeah. i mean they, there's yeah. a million cool free like, platforms yeah. and stuff so um and i i like bus a lot but yeah I, I don't know my my advice is like just go for it yeah
1: yeah yeah that's, That's cool. a lot of people's Advices actually Yeah Yeah, yeah why
2: not yeah. You know That was
0: our biggest problem Or my biggest problem And then We come over here To watch the Justice the League The Justice League cut Zack Snyder cut And We just did it And then, Yeah And then he was He was kind of iffy about it and
1: Yeah I don't like hearing myself talk yeah. <laughs> So Oh really It's hard for me to go back Yeah no this, so. me
2: neither You get used to it so quick though yeah. I don't. You don't. You're still I don't. I still don't
1: like listening to myself talk. Really? Yeah. I
2: think you have a great like presence and voice. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah. But I don't. <laughs> but, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. I but don't
0: after know. what uh, we did, two episodes that first night, and I think he was hooked after that. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
2: So it's so fun. I think too. Like another good piece of advice is like. Having a a plan too, you know, yeah. like you have notes, you have something to kind of go off of, like when there's those ebbs and flows. We do always. <laughs> I mean, I think it's smart too, yeah. you know, because then you you like, you keep conversations popping. Like y'all did great in terms of like letting it go where it's gonna go, but mm. then you also had something fun to do when there was a pause, you know, like that stuff like that. I think is key. Y'all did great, Moose Lounge. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. It. Hey, how did the? Weren't y'all. Like doing some, yeah, the yeah, March yeah. Madness thing we lost, it was, we uh, lost
1: in yeah. the s- Time sixteen. Yeah, Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, we, we lost, lost, at, some we lost to some freaking British guys. Co co Come comedy on. podcast
0: <sighs> These guys whooped yeah. our ass. So
2: explain the whole thing though. Like what <laughs> so, is this?
0: So this is a community okay. of indie podcasters and they're on Twitter. Like
2: like okay. get on Twitter. I need to, obviously. And um I just Donald Trump was on Twitter, like uh, it yeah, yeah. such <laughs> that to me like every time I'm like maybe we should get on Twitter. There was Trump was always doing something on Twitter. He's off Twitter. Yeah. He, he, I know he's, he's kicked gone. off indefinitely. So now so, <clears> it's <throat> safe. I'll get on.
0: So <laughs> well, we have a friend. We you have, you have a friend. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Who knows? Well, where
0: where I don't know if that went headed. through or not. Oh, Didn't go through. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, our friends, the Happy Hour podcast, they've been on Twitter and they've developed. A whole community. I don't. I don't know who who reached out to who, but indie podcasters are all over Twitter, and they use a uh, Pod Nation, Indie Podcaster, Pauldron mm-hmm. Life, Podcasting Show. That's their hashtags that they use. <clears throat> you get on there, and you start throwing those hashtags out. They'll start finding you. They'll start following you. They follow you. You put out good content. They start commenting. They start you know retweeting. Then you get in it. So.
2: This is all Twitter. This is all Twitter. Okay.
0: It's all Twitter. So I reached out to, it it was a podcast called That Damn Podcast, and I had heard about that indie podcast bracket challenge that they were doing, but I was like, "Eh, I'm not going to jump into it, you know? Mm -hmm. I was was like, something was going on work, I just took a new position with work, and uh, I didn't know, I'd be traveling more, so I didn't know exactly what I'd be doing if I have time to create a meme or something like that right so i reached out to him about something and he was like hey man he said we just had someone drop out of this podcast challenge he's like do you all want in sure i was like we'll do it you know yeah. we'll jump in like it started yeah. that monday so the first one was create a meme and I about th- your
2: own podcast no,
0: no no it was about the one that you were going up against
2: Oh oh that's right I saw So that. that's
0: what it was it was, okay. you, you went up against somebody and you had to create a meme that kind of described the podcast you could talk shit you could promote them. you could do what you did but uh it had to be about that podcast <laughs> so we did I got we have a another podcaster friend who has taken a break and I don't know if he's bringing it back or not <laughs> he he says he's going to I don't know I wrote his ass for yeah. about three weeks straight With just a bunch of memes And I made a TikTok out of it with uh, Wiz Khalifa's song I'm Gonna See You Again Yeah, yeah When Paul Walker died And uh, I made like <laughs> Nine, ten, twelve memes yeah. And put that song to it And it's almost got a thousand views on did it really. yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Famous. so No, not at all But uh I thought so. I got good at memes, and uh, we made it past the first one. The second one, you had to come up with a cover art. The third one, you had to do a promo, and we went up against these guys over in the Brit. UK. Yeah, and uh, they're at it like they—they
1: they got some good sh- quality, yeah. like editing skills. They, they mm-hmm. sure
0: do because they stomped mm-hmm. the yeah. shit out mm-hmm. of America. Well, they, it was no. bad. we'll pull it up after. I don't know how to put it on here and show it, but. We'll pull it up and we'll let wait. You but so to how it.
2: how did they stomp? Like they just got they, more votes, yeah. so, views. Well,
0: that they made a kick ass promo. Yeah. Promo like, like, like video? No, um, audio clip. It, yeah, audio clip. Oh, audio, audio clip. clip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Podcast. And it okay. was supposed to pr- promote us. Oh, it was promoting us, and we were supposed to promote them. So we did like, uh, it
1: was like
0: the Duel of Fates, seconds. Star Wars scene where they fight Darth Maul, that music behind them, that epic music.
2: The oh epic my god, you should have done music. something super British. Yeah, like like make fun of them, so like some Bridgerton shit.
1: We, we, we should <laughs> Yes.
2: But we, Y'all know. call me next yeah. time. I, say, oh, yeah, we're, we're,
1: we're, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I probably would have been better. Yeah.
2: Of course, I can't really do an English accent. Yeah. Oh, I could have helped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do like that simple but stuff. Like, yeah. they, they, could, they, they even have a moose sound Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: They found a moose soundbite, and I've never been able to find a moose.
2: A moose, moose. sound? Yeah, yeah, a moose sound.
0: Like, I mean, they, they got it crashing. A big old
2: mating call?
0: I, I have to pull it up. I have to pull it up. <laughs> but uh, we'll go ahead and we'll end this real quick, and we'll let you... We'll let you listen to it, but okay. Erica, it's so, been a blast. Oh my gosh, have I've had so
2: much fun. Thank you have you. to bring your brother thank back next. Time. Absolutely, no, yeah. he, he loved this. He yeah. love y'all so yeah. for sure. All right, everyone. Jonathan, Jonathan, you suck. <laughs> yeah. You're not your, here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> everyone, go check out the Lexington podcast. Yes, thank you. <laughs> everyone, have a good one.
2: Yeah.
0: What's up, everybody? I hope you've enjoyed the show. I just wanted to drop our social medias out there real quick the moose lounge on facebook the moose lounge on instagram and the moose lounge one on twitter so if you enjoy what we're putting out there please follow us on all those and stay tuned for updates thank you all